This was brought to you by The Storyteller on YouTube and Facebook. Thirteen. My eyes searched for Vanta, but I could not see him. Maybe, I thought, he had heard the shooting of the women, and had run back towards the main camp, and I was just about to follow when I saw where Dog lay, on his side in the middle of the clearing. A huge patch of blood coated his side, and had puddled on the ground. It was not hard to work out what had happened, he had been shot. The only question was if he had been trying to protect Vanta, and if so, had Vanta escaped? I searched the camp hoping to find Uncle Hidden. I checked the undergrowth. I called his name softly. There was no sign. Hope deserted me and I started to search the camp for any traces of blood in case he had been hit, but had managed to get away even so. Vanta, Uncle Vanta. I was frightened all the time that the soldiers may come back, and had to keep my ear alert not only to the possibility of uncle moaning or moving wounded somewhere, but also the return of the enemy. I fanned out from the center of the camp in a spiral until I reached the undergrowth at the edges, but there was no sign of blood, and the undergrowth itself had not been disturbed like you would have expected from someone having tried to run off through it. Vanta, Uncle Vanta. I whispered again. The only place he could have gone was down either the path which led to it or the one in the opposite direction. I had already been along the path from the direction of the main camp, and had noticed nothing there, but I went back to it and searched more diligently for blood or tracks, nothing. I headed off down the path which led away, and eventually to the nearby village and to the town, but, again, could find no trace as far away as the boundary of the village. It gave me hope. If I could not find him, maybe he had escaped, and was still alive somewhere in the forest. It was a hard task to decide what to do now. The awful grief I felt at the loss of so many people I loved so dearly gripped me and jumbled into my thoughts so that I felt confused, angry, uncertain. Since I had not found Vanta, though, I still had some hope, so I tried to pull myself together to make a good decision. At first, I wandered disconsolately through the forest and back to the original camping ground. The sight that met me there tore through me. Granted there were no bodies, but the desolation was too awful to view, abandoned caravans, hens wandering about aimlessly, dogs welcoming me because they knew my scent, but looking to me to do something to help them. There were no horses and I realize now that the Germans had commandeered them. I felt like I had been given a huge burden to carry. I considered staying there in the camp and living there but stupid thought because I realized that the Germans could well come back to see if any had done just what I was proposing to do, so to remain there would be very foolish and very dangerous. Instead, I searched about and found tools that I decided would help me such as an axe and a knife, matches, and clothing suitable for me, then headed off into the deeper part of the wood to find somewhere suitable to hide. Fortunately, it was not raining. After some aimless wandering about, largely moving north, I came out upon quite a broad track which I had to cross. There was no sign of any people, 
and I guessed it was simply a track used by woodcutters or possibly hunters when they were taking their quarry away on a small handcart or whatever. It was not a track that a normal vehicle would be able to go on, but I guessed that four-wheel drive ones would have no difficulty. This was brought to you by The Storyteller on YouTube and Facebook. Listen to our podcast on any of these platforms. Anchor. Breaker. Overcast. Pocket Casts. Radio Public. Spotify. Support us on Patreon. And check us out on Discord. All the links can be found in the video description below. We thank you for your participation. If you enjoyed please like, subscribe, share, make comments. We love feedback.